Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. I haven't breathed in a few days. Are you not doing well? I don't it's know. It's funny. We always check in as though we don't spend every waking moment together. I know exactly how you're doing. I think you're doing great. You're nailing it. I was, listen- <laughs> I was listening to some news thing and the woman was like, and to all you moms out there, you're, you're great job. You're doing great. <laughs> it's like, like how, how do, do you, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I think the idea now is like just that you're trying it all or just that you're hanging in there you know people used to do that to me when i was a sign language interpreter do you know that i was a sign language interpreter for many years natasha yes i do uh people used to do that to me they'd come up to me after i'd interpret something and they'd be like you were great tonight i'd be like bitch how do you know you don't know sign language i could have been fucking doing the robot for an hour you wouldn't have any idea i've been um thinking about my hair lately i've had a lot of revelations natasha i uh need to cut off my other family that's what i realized no i you know when this whole thing first started you know the first few weeks you know first couple months people were like damn i don't know about you but i was like damn my hair is looking fucked up and and i was like i can't wait to cut this bad boy but now i'm starting to think it's growing out it's getting kind of luscious for the youtube viewers you can kind of <laughs> see how long it's getting i'm thinking to myself maybe i'm gonna keep it and then i'm thinking is everybody going to keep it? Will that be the new aesthetic look? Is like quarantine fluff as we come out? It's pretty low on my list of priorities to get a haircut. Because uh, I feel like I can figure out how to... You've gotten two self-cuts since we've been in quarantine, though. Right. You kind of nailed it. You but now I know yourself. how to do that. So then I'm like, oh, maybe I could just do the, like the minimum. Do you not have to hire anybody anymore? No, I would have to probably. I had another revelation. I bought a um, I bought a fire pit. I bought a a, full, a collapsible foldable fire pit. We started having uh, campfires in the front yard, and then uh, I bought this book uh, called uh, "Surfing in California." <laughs> Surfing California. This old book written in the seventies by some guy that's like, why do people in their bios, by the way, it says about the author. It's talking about this guy's like who he is. I mean, it's not. It's not. It's one of these books from the seventies where like the printing press was like a guy going to Kinkos, you know. <laughs> but uh, he's and then in the bio, it's like and then I lo- I, I graduated from college. I surfed all over the place and then I found Jesus Christ. I'm like, well, what does that have to do with? Aww. I know he's sweet. He's sweet. He, this guy seems sweet. He's got a big old cross on his surfboard. Anyway, what's my point? My point is I just wanted to bash Christians a little bit. <laughs> no, my point is I got this old 70s book about all the different surf beaches in California, some of the hidden ones and stuff, and then this collapsible fire pit. I got my RV all dialed in this week. I thought to myself, you know what? You know what I thought, Natasha? Hmm. I thought I'm going to make this a good summer whether COVID-19 likes it or not. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to get, I'm going to catch some tasty wavage. I'm going to bring my family along. I'm going to make love to my wife in the cab of an RV. That's what I thought. That's just when darkness comes upon you. 
Well, when, when you're not looking. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you, Nosferatu? <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's it's hard to have fun when you're like... Yo, what's up with <laughs> this negativity? I'm like, I, I found a fire pit. Christ came into my life. I'm going to have a good summer. You're like, no, you're not. No, the darkness will come. I know. The cloud will come. You don't get enveloped by by the world tragedy is that how you are right now enveloped we gotta pop you out of this okay i mean first and foremost for the next hour and 15 minutes because <laughs> we're trying to tape a podcast over here and you're over here talking about the ennui of the human condition okay do you think we can do it can we push through yeah <laughs> oh man do we have to we might have to stop tape here and have me do a little mouth-to-mouth resuscitation which is what i call it when i french natasha so hard she becomes in a good mood you ever had that? Uh, yeah, totally. I like that. <laughs> okay. No, I do feel like it's really hard to stay positive and my brain's kind of fried, like, you know, hanging out with a kid all day and it's very challenging, especially like a two-year-old because I feel like you have to be with them at all times to make sure that they're okay and then they, you know, and it's like it's a lot of like not patient. You can't really talk to them for more than like a, a minute mm. until they or you know, as if like a there's no there's a lot of switching topics <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah because they're She's like two. <laughs> she doesn't know a lot about any one topic so we kind of get to the end of her knowledge base pretty quickly a good conversation with our daughter is like daddy do you like hot sauce and i'm like yeah i like hot sauce and she goes mommy do you like hot sauce and she she says yeah i like hot sauce i go well do you like hot sauce she's like i do not like hot sauce and then we kind of move on from there didn't she tell you she was a boy tonight yeah no that was fun but that's you know that was she came out <laughs> so young they come and i i i grabbed her and i screamed i said you are not a boy you were born biologically female you will remain that way and i just thought that was it was a good it was a cool teachable moment as a mm-hmm. parent that felt really positive i she was in bed in her pajamas i got up i stripped her down i put her in a like a really frilly quinceanera like a baby <laughs> christening dress and i said you are this and i grabbed all the stuff that was pink in the room and i was like this is your color and i and i made her start like walking like a model like i said you walk like this so that's been cool. Well, pink is her favorite color, though. Yeah, it was a bummer. The other day I said, what's your favorite color? She said pink. I was like, you are a hack. You are a hack girl, baby. <laughs> but uh, listen, Tosh, we got to be, we got to accentuate the positive. You got to eliminate the negative. We got to latch on to the affirmative. Right? Mm-hmm. Just like, I don't know who it was. Was it Br'er, <laughs> Br'er Rabbit said in the Disney film? Yeah, what can we do we got i do I, you want me to say something negative mm-hmm. you do mm-hmm. i do feel like my body is sore in new ways that i have not experienced before and i'm having a difficult time understanding it because i'm not doing i'm doing less than i've ever done before and i'm feeling like like muscles are pulling maybe it's from all the sitting around i thought to myself my back's been hurting i thought maybe maybe it's the apex legends I am playing more video games than I have ever mm-hmm. at any period in my life. But I've also been writing my book. Uh, I've been I've been working real hard on that, getting a lot of that done. I, I taped a sketch this week. I'm feeling positive. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling groovy. The sun is shining. 
I feel like right now, if you can figure out how to do it, a two two hours walk or bike or something a day would be like the minimum upkeep. I like that. If you wanted to do it, I could do it with you. Okay, well, let's talk about it. (laughs) Well, it just takes a lot of planning with the kid. My feeling, I've got a... I think I'm actually... I think this is what it is, Natasha. I think this is how I'm more able to pop more positive than you. I think that I'm generally a much more cynical and negative person than you. I think I actually have a much worse and, and, and more negative worldview than you do about like our future and our fate and, and, and the nature of humanity. So I already started there. So I'm now, I, then from there, I'm always kind of like that. So then I'm looking for the positive parts, you know? I'm looking for fun. That's my theory, I think, is that life is about fun, I think. It's about like helping people, being kind, loving people, having relationships, and having fun. So I'm like, well, if I got a fire pit and I got a surf book and I got an RV and a family that I love and I, you know, I can go have fun. I can go, I can go socially distant, have a good ass time. That's why I'll tell you what I miss. You want some negativity? I like what you said, but yeah. I miss stand up. Mm. You know, I used to think it was a grind. You know, I used to think it was a grind having to get up on stage in front of people, but I miss it because I realized now it was like, it was kind of a little uh, kiln that fired my life. Like every, you know, two or three, four times a week, I throw a little live performance log in the fire. And then once a month or twice a month, I put a weekend long mega log. I don't know why I'm uh, uh, making the analogy of logs, but... You know, it's like I would like like fire my life forward by those little things. I miss stand-up. I miss the road. I never thought I'd say that, but I miss the road. I keep thinking about this last performance that you didn't come to, but that Nick Thune came to, and we had this like epic night of performing, and it was just so much fun. The last performance before we shut it down. I miss performing, so I can't wait to get back out there. Uh, not enough to do a Zoom show, but I do miss that. <laughs> but it's fun. You would do a Zoom show, I bet. I might. I might could. I might could. Um, I th- what I think would actually make life uh, kind of perfect in the quarantine is to hire a sex worker. <laughs> well, that was a segue into our guest this evening. We're not doing a traditional guest. The other week we had an episode where a couple called in and they said they wanted to have a threesome uh, and they couldn't figure out where to find one. They lived in Idaho, so the options were slim, but the corn was high. And uh, we, we put out a little call for a sex worker, and we got one. A lady by the name of, what was her name? Inari, Inari Popcorn is her name. I got to wonder if it's her Christian name. Can't be sure if she is named after... A Japanese snack and an American snack. But she's a real full-time, full sex. She made sure to say that in the email. I'm a full sex sex worker. Not one of these bullshit hand job artists or <laughs> you know, dominatrixes that just whips a cat of nine tails on your nutsack. No, this this woman will let you in the hole. I don't know how many holes because we haven't interviewed her yet, but we're about to. And I guarantee... This is going to make your negative dark cloud turn into a buoyant white rain cloud. 
I love it. Let's call Inari Popcorn. Let's call Inari Popcorn. Hey, Tosh. Yamosh. You know, I realized recently, do you know that you spend one third of your life asleep? Really? A third of your life. And some of us are spending that third on a crappy mattress that we've been sleeping on for a decade plus. It's a terrible idea to not get enough sleep. It's bad for your health. It's just a bad deal. And thank God there are amazing mattress companies out there that will ship a mattress straight to your door. Our favorite is Helix. The reason I like Helix so much is that they let you take a quiz to find out exactly what kind of mattress fits your sleeping style. I like firm. And I like fluffy. So we got a firm with a mattress uh, topper and we're both happy. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. If you like a mattress that's really soft or firm, if you like to sleep on your side or your back, all that's factored in. We took the quiz. Yeah, and and we told you what we got, but you don't have to take our word for it. Helix was actually named the number one best overall mattress pick of 2019 and 2020 by GQ and Wired. So if you go to helix.com slash honeymoon, you take that two-minute sleep quiz, they will match you to a customized mattress that will get you the best sleep of your life. I know this sounds like I'm just reading ad copy, but I honestly believe this is truly, truly my opinion, that when it comes to a mattress, you should not just take the one that you've been sleeping on and accept it. You should get yourself something perfect for you. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up if you don't love it, but you will. What do you have to lose? $200 off is what we're offering right now. All mattress orders, $200 off, plus two free pillows for our listeners at helix.com slash honeymoon. Helix, H-E-L-I-X dot com slash honeymoon for up to for up to $200 off. Hello. Hello. Is this Anari Popcorn? It's. It is indeed. <laughs> Anari Popcorn. Hi, hi, Anari. It's Natasha and Moshe. Hi, Natasha and Moshe. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Oh, we're just. Well, we're. I was going to say we're just fine, but we just. Uh, we're pretty good. We're fifty percent good. I'm good. Natasha's feeling a little dark. We're hoping this conversation can pull us out of it. I'll try to be some sunshine. Light and buoyant. Light and buoyant, Denari Popcorn. So I want to know how business is right now in COVID. Yes, great question. What business? No Uh, business. (laughs) Well, uh, demand continues. It's it's greatly reduced. um, And lots of workers aren't working for fear of, you know, the pandemic. (laughs) Sure. Oh, they've decided not to work. Um, yeah, a lot of people have shifted to cam work or online work of various ilk. Right. But, uh, Would you do that? No, I do not have any talent for it. It's a completely different skill set. I would much prefer in-person work. Um, so what are you doing for money right now, IP? Well, <laughs> um, scraping, you know, uh, struggling like a lot of people. Oh, scraping uh, by. I didn't know. I thought scraping might have been like a deep fetish that you're still able to make money doing. Oh, I, I'd love that. <laughs> but no, unfortunately not. Um, thankfully, I'm a saver. And, you know, I, I'm lucky in, that, in, a, in the way that I had a few good months before this. So. Well, I feel like that's so interesting, right? It seems like sex work is, you know, they say, I, I'm sure this is not true, but they say it's like the oldest profession or whatever, but you would, but, but it certainly is a uh, endless profession. Like it's always been here, always will be here. There's some part of me, I guess, naively that thought 
somehow people were just still going to sex workers. But then I, I guess I forgot the part that sex workers are probably like, fuck that. I'm, I'm staying home. And are the, it seems like it many be, who can are. Yeah. Right. It seems like, uh, figuring out how to do the digital version of this would be good. What, what about like the in-person do you prefer so much? Well, um, I, I, I'm unfortunate that I'm one of the least photogenic people in the world. Like I'm much better in person. <laughs> so you feel so, like you can kind of seduce these people more with, yeah, in person. And I, I get it, I guess it just feels like well, I would I'm, love to not be around people I, and just be able to make the money <laughs> and like rub myself or my, you know, <laughs> body yourself or your body either one <laughs> but i get Masturbate. what you're saying i get what you're saying Inari. like there's a different skill set to being a lover than there is to being a performer on camera those are I completely see. you have different. to perform more yeah exactly yeah, i get that I, I get that okay Inari. i have a, a bunch of questions that i wrote down and i, I you tell by the way every time mm-hmm. sex work comes up you're always like wor- i'm always worried like oh am i gonna like uh be crude to the point of offensiveness so if i ask a question and you're like well that's a bullshit question you can either say fuck you that's a bullshit question or tell me why it's a bullshit question is that a deal totally and also if i like if i if i lapse into lingo that's totally unrecognizable because i'm deep in the, the occupation please let me know oh, and good. i'll explain oh, oh I, I hope you do i'm excited to learn some new words <laughs> so how does cool. How does, how did you start? How did you become, how does one go from not being a sex worker to being a sex worker? I just need to say, like, I know it seems completely uh, crazy that I might be nervous for this conversation, considering that I suck strange dick for a living, but like, (laughs) (laughs) like I'm, I'm completely breathless about this. So like, excuse if I'm a little wavery. Oh no, please, please. I mean, just pretend Pretend that I'm a John and I've got my clothes off and I've asked you for some deep humiliation play and maybe then you can regain your power and and you'll be able to uh, walk forward in this conversation. No, don't worry about it. Exactly like you said, you're not used to this kind of performance. I would, by the way, if I was sucking strange dick, I would be very nervous and probably somewhat breathless. (laughs) Perfect. Good. Yeah. So, um, is, yeah. is there anything crazy that's happened since quarantine? Wait, wait, wait. What about? Okay, you want to get that? You want to go there? <laughs> I'm, I'm just so curious, um, like if people are really losing their mind. Well, she, you're not. She, are you working at all? Uh, I'm doing with a few regulars. I'm doing a little bit of cam work, but on a social basis. Like I'm not even like getting naked or anything. Um, which is a hard sell, I know, but that's how charming I must be. <laughs> <laughs> I would do that. So like, well, I'm not talented at the cam sex work, but I'll tell you what I am talented at is a little chit chat on Zoom. <laughs> exactly. I got a spiel, you know? That's nice. Uh, Inari Popcorn said spiel, so I'm going to guess that you are not Japanese. Um, now, so, okay, well, I am curious. How does somebody start? How do you start? What do you do? What, what Do you just put an ad up and fuck someone and what was that like the first time well um so i i was like for years and years i was like a huge slut and on craigslist um like uh what did they used to call casual it casual encounters i have heard i heard no i found out from comedic research only. <laughs> and i was throwing it around for free forever and then like about five years ago there came a time where I need to supplement my income. And I'm like, huh, you know, I'm, you know, 
I'm a capitalist, I guess. I'm in a capitalist society. Let's see if I can get some revenue out of this. And uh, I found um, somebody advertising on Craigslist for uh, for workers in an agency. And um, there was actually a few ads that I responded to. And I picked and I sort of interviewed them. And I decided, hey, like, uh, this person seems sane enough, this agency head. And there was only like two other people on their roles. So uh, they taught me a bit about like what to do, where to post ads, you know, like how to stay safe. And then within a month, I went independent and uh, just started posting my own ads and and finding my own business. How do you vet people? That's a good question. Um did you hear that, Moshe? So she thinks I, I, I'm asking a good question. I, I wasn't knocking it. I think you're. I think yeah, I, it was on my list over here. So um, there's various ways, and different workers have different different standards and different ways they do things. I personally require real world info. You know, like real first and last name. Um, like an ar- like an Ari popcorn. They- <laughs> They got to tell you their real first and last name, like an Ari Popcorn. It's like, oh, you yeah. You that that's my real name? Uh, well, I have some questions about it, but listen. I'd like to hear about mom, pa, popcorn. Listen, I would be fine with it if your name was Inari Jones. I would be fine with it even if your name was Leslie Popcorn. But the fact that you're named after two snacks, I'm starting to doubt that this is your given name. You're right. I did Americanize it. It was popcorn tea. <laughs> <laughs> so you oh you need a first and last name what a driver's license um if well uh that's for me my last sort of my last line of of screening uh if the others don't work out so i'll ask for references if they don't have references like other sex workers that they've seen in the last year i'll um it's a lot of prep i'll ask for I'm sorry? I said that's a lot of prep. Oh, yeah. Admin is like half, at least half the job. Wow. Yeah, I imagine. Well, that's that's good that you carve out the time for it. Yeah, because it's sure. a safety issue, right? I mean, right? It's got to be. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, there, and I, I should say that this is my, like, sex work is not monolith, and everybody does it slightly different. And some people screening is just a phone call to feel to feel the person out and some people require a driver's license and an nda you know got it all right so we got the vetting oh now when you did it the first time like you said you were a big old slut which i think is really awesome we maybe even encountered (laughs) throwing it around for free on casual encounters was there was there did you feel differently the first time you slept with someone for money was it like did it have a different quality sexually Maybe not sexually, but as far as like, oh, I get to have sex with a stranger, which I love, and also make money. Like, I was walking on sunshine for days. <laughs> it's like an 80s movie. You walk out from the you know, the client's house and you're like skipping and people are kind of dancing along with you and stuff. That's Whistling cool. exactly like that. <laughs> so, Okay. Uh, okay, I, okay. What is uh, did, Natasha? Do you have anything? Because I got, I got, I have so many. I wanna. No, go. What's a, what's a really, what's the most common, 
like not weird to you, but something that uh, when they call, they're like, I know this is a little weird and you hear it all the time. Oh, DC is the capital of pegging. <laughs> <laughs> like no other market seems to require as much pegging. Oh, I mean, that is so, I mean, it's like, don't you love when things are like that? When the psychology of something is so not beneath the subconscious, it's just like overt. Like it's, it's a metaphor. There's that's no like, subtext. Yeah. It's like, I don't think I know what that is. Washington, D.C. is where she is. What's pegging? And pegging pegging is where the woman puts a strap on on and fucks the guy in the ass. It's just like... That's what they like in D.C. In D.C. It just couldn't be more like a duh. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. That is so funny. And so do they always say like, uh, this is like weird and they're like embarrassed to talk about it? Um, sometimes, yeah. Uh, like it's sort of a bummer. They're like, I'm not gay. I'm not gay. And I'm like, and if you are, so... Yeah, they're just like, oh. But also, I'm a woman. But do you enjoy that? Because you were talking about how, like, you know, you're kind of liking fucking, but, like, do you enjoy the pegging? I love it. Uh-huh. Oh, you do? Yeah. Hell yeah. Cool. And those guys it's love really it, fun. too. Those guys are like, ah, oh, do, do to me what I'm doing to the Middle East right now. Ah. <laughs> oh, exactly. Give it to me like I give it to the immigrant community. But do you have to, like, touch their balls and stuff? No, she fucks them in the ass, but she'll never touch their balls. <laughs> I'm going to speak for you, Inori. I assume that's a hard rule for you. I that's a big no-no for me. I just, just balls are ridiculously gross. Are you kidding? <laughs> yes, I'm kidding. Oh, balls okay. are great. Wait, what are you? I agree. Balls are great. What are your limits? What do you What do you not do? What won't you do? I'm calling. I'm a client. I'm like, hey, Inari, it's me, uh, Senator uh, Jeff Sessions. Uh, what won't you do? <laughs> First, I won't see Jeff Sessions. Unless it's like You wouldn't peg weird- him? Some weird like Hall of Fernies thing where I'm like sneaking in, you know, to wait. Why? Things. Why not? Why not do do Jeff Sessions and just be like, oh yeah, I'm totally down to peg you, but I just here's the here's the deal. I get to choose the dildo, and you just show up with like, the, and, it, and it's a dildo from Star or something. Yeah, yeah, it's just the biggest thing you've ever seen. Um, yeah, what are your limits? What won't you do? Um, well, I really find well anything that is non-consensual like is off limits i mean like there's there's play that might be a little rough or like whatever but like as far as tricking people into something or or, like absolutely not wait 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 i'm confused is that a request (laughs) i want to hire you to trick somebody oh i see if he told her one thing and then maybe started doing something else right well obviously That, that right but also like there are like on the couple's tip like there are people that get in touch with you and it's more common than you would imagine of like, I want my wife to have a threesome with me, but I don't want her to know it's a sex worker. Wow. So come meet us at this. And it's like, are you fucking crazy? That's wild. Do you hear that, Tosh? Yeah, that's funny. Like, oh, that is crazy. So they want you to pretend to be like an interested barmaid that's like, you know what? A threesome sounds wonderful tonight and come over and start exactly. flirting with it. That's crazy. Yeah. Also, so so what are the chances the woman wouldn't be into it? <laughs> I, I mean, that would be great because then you just go off with the money. But like. that's a crazy request. What do you think about that, Natasha? Like, is that that sounds like a night in hell to me? Well, a, it, a threesome period? No, no. Like having to navigate 
this being sprung upon a relationship and now there's like oh the, you mean you're the sex worker yes and i'm the having sex to pretend worker and that you're not a sex worker and like yeah that is crazy where that where this it's impossible this, and this couple's probably like there's a lot of tension i'm imagining yeah because you got to imagine the guy that's hiring the sex worker to pretend to be an interested third party probably not the most sensitive man sexually generally if he's willing to trick his wife <laughs> exactly <laughs> like uh, what's the profile of that dude right like the, if the odds seem really high that the woman doesn't want the threesome with or without sex work <laughs> involved mm-hmm. um, and then um i won't do like personal taste and not trying to yuck anybody's yum but like i'm not into scat i'm not into blood play um, thank you I for pre- not by the way thank you for not yucking <laughs> yucking the yum of shitting on someone's <laughs> chest because that is a yum for that's if a yum consenting. no i'm not saying it's more immoral i'm just saying it's a funny thing to be like now i'm not saying it's yucky but a diarrhea shower not is not quite for me so far i'm kind of off the stack <laughs> so far i'm with you though I, I feel like those would be my boundaries blood blood and poo poo blood consent and and poo poo i'm trying to think what my my what would mine be uh, you just don't touch my nipples. That's I think that's it. I think that's that's oh. the one. Yeah. Okay. Really? So scats in? Scats in. Yeah. Shit on my nipples. If you know, shit anywhere you want. Just leave the two holes for my nipples, please. <laughs> Actually, scat is in and it stays in. So that's another boundary I've got. Um. So what? you don't like pegging? I don't know if I like pegging. I've never tried it. I've never done it. It it isn't um uh. It doesn't strike me as arousing. I don't think because is. Do you agree, Inari Popcorn, that pegging is kind of about being like dominated and humiliated? Do you think, or 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 is that me just being? What do you think? I think that that's how you conceptualize it. But I think that most people who like not most people, but people who like it like it for all different reasons. For instance, like you've got a prostate gland that's very sensitive. I don't. It was removed. I don't. It was removed. And that's crazy that you would bring it up and just say it like that. Wow. Wow. I'm so sorry. No, physically. Yeah, I guess I'm just thinking, Natasha, what do you think? Like there seems to me there's a difference between a man that's like stick your finger in my ass or even stick a dildo in my ass. And that's one thing. And then the man who's like, no, I want you to bend me over, put a strap on on and fuck me with the pegging. I have to, uh, maybe this is ignorant, I have to assume that those people are more into the, certainly they're into the physical sensation, but there's got to be something about the psychological situation of getting like bent over and fucked by a woman that's different than just like, I like ass, my ass played with. Well, it could also be novelty. It could be the fact that, um, you know, you're sort of, flip fucking you know like which can be really exciting where you say they're flip, doing that to you and then fucking? you're doing that to them yeah oh going back I don't and know forth that that's, yeah oh flip fucking i thought you were just being incredibly racist so um, so wait i have a question it sounds like people who call sex workers kind of know how to fuck really good is that great question wait what <laughs> Wait, sorry. No, I'm you... saying it sounds like the people that you are going to see are like, you know, they're they're good at fucking. Is that true? Are they good? I don't think any more so than the greater population. Okay. Have you ever? But that's but you must. So it's basically like oh. the, the the same odds as if you're just going out and being a slut. And every once in a while, you're like, holy shit, that person was good. Does that happen with a client? You're like, wow, that guy was. 
that or that oh uh, for sure oh interesting for sure like what percentage are you attracted to well that's that's an interesting question <laughs> sorry i keep saying that it's an interesting question only to natasha I- by the way <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, she's outperforming you. No. Oh, well, just bend me over and fuck me, why don't you? Someone send That's me a peg. Up, <laughs> I'm, get- I'm getting podcast pegged right now. Hot. So, um, what was the question? What percentage are you attracted to? Like 50%, like 80%, 2%? thing. Like, my thing has always been, since I've been sexually active, that, like, looks don't matter to me, which I know is a wild thing to say, but they really don't. So like attraction has a lot to do with chemistry and that's like sort of ineffable, you know? Well, the question remains, I mean, how often do you find yourself? I mean, I'm getting the, the, the vibe from you that like you started off super sex positive, you were promiscuous and liked it that way. And so sex work for you was just an extension of that promiscuity that came with dividends. And so you probably are a different kind of sex worker than the person that's like, well, I, I'm just doing this because this is a, it's a living and I, I don't like the sex. I don't dislike it. I'm just here for, it's a job. So, so how often do you, you personally sexually feel gratified from the jobs you do? So I read Erica Jong when I was like way young and like I adopted this like, you know, this weird like 60s feminist or 70s feminist uh, attitude where it's my job to enjoy myself and my job to make myself come. So like I've always like it's nice if my partner can help out, but like I'm going to get mine. So it doesn't really matter. Now, when you talk to other uh, do you how often do you talk to other sex workers? It seems like it could be weirdly lonely because you, it's not like you guys are, are you gathering and hanging out and stuff? Is there a community? Yes, there's definitely a community. Um, some people don't participate in it, but it's there. And I definitely, most of my closest friends are sex workers. So like how many of them have your vibe, which is just like, oh man, I had mind blowing <laughs> sex work last night. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so maybe maybe I've misrepresented myself. It is still a job, right. you know. Like it, it's it still can be drudgery, even if you do come and have a great time. Like, I mean, what if the guy like of... smells or his apartment's like nasty? I don't do out calls to like pe- for the most part to people's homes um, for safety reasons. Okay. Um, and when I say out calls, that means like where the the sex worker comes to you as opposed to you going to the sex worker. Um, so where do you see them? So, so I have um, I have a studio, and oh. before that, I worked. Out, I just I got hotels. So oh, it's not your house. It's a special sex studio. Correct. And do you have a gun? <laughs> You should live in your sex studio. <laughs> I should I should live in her sex studio. Just rent it out. I just need to live a place to live. No, but you said for safety. Like, why why is that? Is it? I mean, do you have a gun or a taser or a something? I'm I I I can defend myself if necessary. But Got she it. just doesn't have all of her belongings there. Sure, you know? sure. She but she also said I can defend myself if necessary. Not answering the question, which I like. I like that. I like a little mystery in my Inari. A little umami, a little umami in my inari. 
so uh, so people want to know how they can get a hold of a sex worker. Oh yes, right. If somebody wants to hire a sex worker, what do they do? How do they find a good one, a cool one? Okay, so there's uh, plenty of um, there's like uh, when you when you were speaking to I think that lovely couple from Boise, um, you said uh, Google, you know how to hire a sex worker or whatever. So, like, if you Google, like, Boise escorts or Boise sex workers, you'll get, like, a ton of resp- a ton of ad sites. And those tend to be, I mean, like, you can muddle through those and, like, try to find somebody, but they tend to be very disorganized and, like, not easily searchable by, like, categories of what you might want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. <sighs> I didn't even know sexy workers sneezed until right now. This is cr- you're just like us. This is yeah, amazing. remarkably so. <laughs> so what is the okay? So what are the best practices? So, so like, can I give you a couple that I find really reliable? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, so there's one called Trist, T R Y S T dot link. Trist dot link uh, sounds like a very legit website. <laughs> And, Link. and is this is this throughout the country or is this regional? Yes, uh, the ones that I'm going to tell you are uh, throughout the country and serve small markets. Trist.link. Um, PrivateDelights.ch. PrivateDelights.ch. BoiseBangers.crop. <laughs> <laughs> like these, these that I'm giving you are well organized. I find easily searchable, and they also treat workers fairly. That's cool. I like um, that. Trist, privatedelights.ch. Why do none of them use the regular <laughs> suffixes, the, the dot coms and the dot, dot edus of the world? Well, there's a reason. Um, so because, unfortunately, in the U.S., uh, sex work is criminalized. We support that on this to... podcast. We hardcore support that. I just want to put... Oh, no. Criminalize. Hardcore criminalize. We're a, we're a pro-criminalization <laughs> podcast. I just... Oh, I didn't realize. I have to go. <laughs> no, I just want our listeners not to get confused. Right. So because it's illegal, you have to uh, do stuff on the dark web kind of stuff? No, not dark web. It's all... It's, it's, it's like the all purgatory index. web. Oh, right. Uh-huh. It's, it's more like uh, it's hosted offshore in countries that aren't criminalized. Got it. Got it. So they don't they can't shut the website down, in other words, because of that. Exactly. I see. And they can't and it's undiscoverable. They can't um, they can't uh, subpoena records. Right. And, and that was what, what happened. That weird, terrible law that was passed. A.B. something or other. FOSTA SESTA. Oh, yeah. FOSTA SESTA. Right. Every, all the sex workers mm-hmm. are were very upset about that because it it made a lot of pages go away, which just further uh, it kind of did the opposite of what they wanted. They wanted they they pretended they were trying to protect uh, victimized sex trafficking victims, but in fact it made everything go deeper underground, and so there's no way to track anything. Kind of a thing, right? Exactly, and it makes sex workers less safe when they work because th- we just don't have the resources anymore that we used to be able to have. Um, okay, I have I have a, a few more questions. I mean, I'm loving this. I'm Tosh. I'm, I hope you are too. I hope you are too, Inari Popcorn. Um, I'm having a great time. Great. Um, Pick oh, one more question, Mosh. No, wait. I got so many more. Okay. What's the What's the weirdest request you've gotten? Or, or is there a, is there a is there a particular job that stands out as like the craziest or you know like what what's some weird shit? I'm sort of shocked by the amount of medical people in the medical industry who request 
bareback services. Oh my god! Wait, what's bareback <laughs> services? That means um, it can mean uncovered blowjobs, but usually it refers to uncovered full penetrative sex. No oh, condom. Like, oh, no condom. A doctor's like, yeah. hey, I want to fuck you without a condom. Yeah, it's doctors. Doctors. <laughs> Wait, why? Maybe the, guy, maybe the doctor's like, fuck it, I can cure anything that Because they're so me. used to being clean. They just want to be like these like dirty pigs. Uh, that is I think, so I think funny. some of it is a death wish. <laughs> right, maybe so. Or maybe, they, God, that is funny. Wait, do, do you not do, um, uh, do you do only covered blowjobs? No, I'm... There, listen. Like it's all valid, but I happen to do bare, bare blowjobs. I mean, who in God's name would hire somebody to give them a blowjob over a condom? I, I'm good. <laughs> hey, Pass. hey, those are my colleagues. I'm gonna yuck their yum. It's I'm their sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not saying. No, I get it from the sex worker's perspective. Obviously, it's obvious. I'd much rather give a blowjob over a condom to a stranger. Uh, but okay, but you'll let him fuck you without a condom. No, she. No, no, no. Blowjob. No. No, oh, no. okay. Just blowjobs. Blow blowjob. Okay. Blowjob. No condom. Okay. Sex. Yes, condom. Scat. No. I, no. Thank you. Can you spit it out? <laughs> oh, can you spit what? it out? No, you're not allowed to. It's a part of the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's part of the they, rules. They clamp your mouth shut. The Hippocratic oath of sex work. <laughs> <laughs> the Hippocratic oath. No, wait. Wait. Right. Can okay. Can I ask a crass question? Yes. Yeah. These Do, weren't crass. Oh yeah, I guess so. This one's gonna be worse. So it's just basically <laughs> what Natasha asked you, but like when they're done, do you? What do you do with it? Um. Do you swallow okay, it? So I guess is what I'm asking. Okay. Pre-COVID and also in my personal life, in in my free sweat days, um, I, I, uh, this is you this, don't have to answer. This is where it, you can pass. No, no, it's. No, it's fine. It just this is where it becomes like more performery, performery, and I get nervous. But like, um, I really liked swallowing cum. Sure. Like, I think it was hot. Everyone who listens to this podcast will relate. <laughs> so, like, that's never been an issue for me professionally. Right. But, um, but post COVID, there could be other rules. I'm not sure yet. Right. Well, one thing you could do is you could say, uh, uh, "I want it on my face, but I'm going to wear a mask." So, <laughs> blast. I'll have a mask with a target on it. Let's just say blast the mask. Okay, I got to Can I use that in my advertising? Absolutely. Yes, it's yours. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, just some quick ones. Do do uh, do. Oh, if you're friends with a sex worker, okay, I got a homie. She's a sex worker. Is it kosher to be like? Because like, if I had a friend who was a barber, I'd be like, I wouldn't have any qualms about being like, Hey, would you do my hair real quick? Like, is it for free? No, 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 to pay. Be like, oh, okay, will you, can you, can I pay you to, can I get a haircut from you? But like, if I had a friend who was a sex worker, I think I'd feel a little timid to be like, I feel like it would almost be inappropriate to, to be like, hey, can I hire you? <laughs> Is that weird? <laughs> sure. Well, that's all about like the people in question and their personal boundaries and what the relationship is like. I'll say that I'm currently cash sexual, so I don't have sex outside of the job. Wait, hold on. Wait a minute. Cash, whoa, whoa, cash, whoa. Cash sexual? <laughs> Explain it again, Inari Popcorn. <laughs> Did you know about this term? No, I never heard of it, but listen to what it is. This is amazing. I, I've i never heard it before either, but I don't know. I can't claim that I coined it because okay. I don't know that I have. Okay, wait. Say, tell Natasha. <laughs> cash sexual, um, that just to me means that I 
don't have sex with anyone except for money. That's, are you claiming that's your your sexual orientation? No, no, it's just a funny moniker. Like, I love it. I love. But wait, what will, if, will you have sex with any like a female or male like whatever people want like except those blood blood shit, shit people? <laughs> and uh, what was the other one? That was it. Okay, yeah. Yes, I'm I'm open to all genders and persuasion. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If somebody came up to you at a bar and was like. Hey, how are you? Uh, Especially considering how much you like to fuck. Right. Hi, my name is Bruce. I'm a I'm a doctor politician <laughs> that's not into scat, but I. Would you like to get a drink sometime? You'd be like, oh, sorry, I only, I only fuck people that pay me. I mean, never say never, but I'd probably give them my card. Wow. But they were like, wait, no, I want to maybe take you out on a date. You'd be like, well, you can pay. Well, I'm also a romantic. So, like, it doesn't interest me dating. Okay, well, I'm attracted to you. I want to bang you, but I want to do it in a non-professional setting. And can you explain aromantic? Aromantic is um, where you're, you don't have an interest in romantic endeavors, like dating or cuddling or whatever. Just, just sex. Or not sex, but right. right. In sex your case, yes, sex. Okay. Interesting. This is fascinating. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I got Natasha's telling me we got to wrap it up because we got to do a call. So I, I'll just go through some quick bangs, okay? Uh, you're used to mm -hmm. that. Um, <laughs> what's the uh, What's the worst part of the job? Um, uh, scan like creepy people trying to take advantage of you. Uh huh. Uh, best part? Uh, it's quick. It, it's quick money. Okay. It's Have not easy money, but it's quick money. Have you had sex with a disabled person, a severely disabled person? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. cool. I love that. I heard this documentary. It's very difficult to find, but it's this Australian documentary about a guy. The journalist was a, had Lou Gehrig's disease or something like that, and it was all about sex workers for, uh, who, who specifically deal with disabled people. And Oh, sex surrogacy? Yeah, and, and having heard when I heard that documentary... I was like, anyone that listened to this who had like a negative view of sex work generally would have a very difficult time, unless you were like a hardcore Christian, like not at least going, okay, this, these women and men are heroes. Like it was, it was pretty, it was pretty intense. Okay. Agree? <laughs> totally. Like it's a compassionate act. It's, it's, it's a loving thing. And they were talking about how like when people get disabled, society likes to think, oh, their sex drive goes away. Like because it makes us comfortable to go like, oh, you're severely disabled. Like, ah, you're not horny. It's like, no, they're horny. And some of them are so disabled they can't even masturbate. They can't even take care of themselves if they want to. So anyway, yes, a compassionate act. I like that. Um, okay. Quick bangs. How much to give Trump a hand job? Would you do it? Do, do I get to beat him up too? Yeah, you can punch him in the balls a couple of times. Uh, um, a hundred thousand. Hundred thousand. Okay. I feel like I would do it for like for free. Oh, just for the story? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or because you are into it? Oh, how much? How much? What? How much to have sexual encounter with you? Oh, my rates? Yeah. What are your rates? <laughs> um. Uh, so I'm currently at 400 an hour, but 
in Nari and Nari and Nari. But that rate, they're like, uh, okay, welcome. Uh, please get on the bed. <laughs> like they want to like wrap it up in one hour. Yeah, they would. <laughs> okay, uh, remove your panties. Only for established friends. Oh, so um, I recall. I need up. a ninety-minute for first. Yeah, wow. ninety-minute men. Wait, that's fucked yeah. up though, Nari. Because doesn't the average man have sex for like three and a half minutes? <laughs> hey, you know, like my business model is that like we get we get to like cuddle and have fun. You know, like um, it's not only about banging. I like that. How much? Um, you don't have to answer this. We're about to go. Wait, I want to ask you a question. Oh yes. Now. So like, when you like to cuddle and have fun, like, do you have some good conversation starters? Like, how do you get to <laughs> icebreakers? Like, how do you get to cuddling? Because you only have ninety minutes. You got to cuddle and do that. You know, you got to peg him too. So right, that's a lot. Strap of, it up. You strap up. Strap it up. Get your gear on. You know, what's um, your conversation uh, like? How do you find a fun thing for you guys to do to get you cuddling? Well, a lot of a lot of it is about reading the room and being really empathic. You know, um, so it, it's really on a case by case basis. Cool. I, I I don't have a a like a go to every for every. Client. You should look into like the Jewish community. There's a lot of um, icebreakers for Shabbat tables, you know, and maybe you could get some of those. <laughs> I've like, read those. Yeah, yeah, you go around the table. I, I want those. Oh yeah, they're fun. I, we, go ahead, Denar. I didn't grow. I didn't grow up square, but like uh, we were misnogdim. Oh but, like, whoa, 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 Anari, the plot thickens. <laughs> yeah, the plot's real thick around here. Well, well, well. Oh, okay. If I only wouldn't have given an Erica Jong book, <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forgive myself. Why did I give the Erica Jong of all books? <laughs> <laughs> don't don't give your orthodox kids a library card very funny very very funny um okay uh are you still religious <laughs> okay we're well, moving on next question i mean who knows you know the world contains multitudes um okay uh what is your youngest and oldest client so I try to avoid very young clients just because my experience has been that they're in very, very demanding and not realistic about their expectations. Mm, that makes sense. They haven't um, seen much of the world. Right. They haven't been pegged enough times to <laughs> come to Old Inori Popcorn. <laughs> but um, I, I would say like in their early 20s. And then the oldest, I think, was in his probably late 70s. It's a, and have you um, taken a, a person's virginity? Uh, not to my knowledge yet, but I'm, I'm, I've only been in the game for five years. So. Got it. All right. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's all, I think that's all my questions, actually. Natasha, you got any more before we go? I took someone's virginity once. Did you really? And Yeah, I didn't like it. I never would. <laughs> well, what was it like? What do you mean you didn't like it? They were bad. No, I just felt I didn't want I didn't want that. Yes. Pressure. Because you live in their memory for the rest of their life. I guess. That's why I never wanted to do it either because I was like, I don't want to be the person that you're like, oh, yeah, him, <laughs> you know? I'm not, I, on a professional level, I'm not anti because, like, I feel like I would be a good experience for someone new. But, sure. Um, Might as well have but, good sex. Yeah. With somebody, you know, who knows the ropes. Literally. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, I think it's cool that you let us ask you all these questions, yeah. and it sounds like you. It's my pleasure. You're someone will be lucky to hire you. Oh well, absolutely. Is uh, 
yeah, I mean, hey, you know, maybe they will. Go to trist.link or <laughs> pleasureprinciple.com. Can I plug my website? Oh, of course. <laughs> Inaripopcorn.com. <laughs> Wait, how do you come up with the name? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and how are you using a .com in these trying times? Inaripopcorn.com. Hey, 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 don't don't draw attention. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> Well, listen, I honestly, it was a pure pleasure to talk to you. I, I think our listeners, the, by the way, you think uh, for the people that are out there, because a lot of couples listen, who are thinking about opening their relationship up but are nervous about it, is hiring a sex worker a, a good low resistance way to get a third person into their sex life? I mean, I'm biased, but I think absolutely. Because I'll, I'll tell you that in my slut life before this, uh, for many years, trying to, as a couple, I identify thirds without enmeshing yourself very deeply in like a swinger or poly community it is very difficult. Right. Very, incredibly difficult. It, it, I, I was never successful in that regard. Totally. Even though I went... Yeah. And then once you once you have the the third, if you find a way to do it, then everybody's got to worry about like who's getting what and what the rules are and but then there's all the awkwardness of dating involved in it. And if you hire someone, you can actually talk about the rules because that's part of the hiring process anyway, right? Exactly. I love exactly. it. Exactly. Man, I I just, you know, I'm getting hungry. I want a little snack. <laughs> guess guess what I want a snack? A little bit of Japanese and a little bit of American classic. Inaripopcorn.com, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, thanks, Inari. Hey, thank you very thanks much. Thanks so much. What a pleasure. And if you need, um, if you need a consultant on these matters and at any future date, I'm here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have a feeling we can't afford your rate. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, even just talking. Okay? No, I love it. So. You, you were so helpful and so awesome and such a nice person to talk to. So thank you. Oh, thanks, you guys. I Bye. love you guys. Love you, too. You're great. Well, well, what a what cool. a chat. She was cool. I liked her. How about that reveal in the in the third act of our conversation? She's like, "Oh no, I grew up Orthodox." I was like, what? Well, she said spiel or something. Spiel, yeah, I could, I smelled it. You know what she they call that? A little that? Yiddish. By the way, have you? There's a term for that. Do you what? know what it is? It's a term for um, when Jews are out in the wild and Jews want to date other Jews, but they don't want to be like crass and go like, "Are you Jewish?" They will throw little. Uh, like chum in the water to see if anybody bites, you know, like little hints like spiel. You know what they call it? What? Bageling. <laughs> I didn't make that up. Bageling. Where you go like, oh, yeah, you know, I went on birthright. And you see if they like, oh, me too, whatever. Well, that was great. Golly. I mean, it's almost like a... Tuchis? Tuchis is, is butt. Yeah. Oh, you say, you say that. I don't know. What are some like good Yiddish I words? want you to peg in my tuchis kind of a thing. Yiddish cup? Yiddish cup. Yeah. That's a, a bright young man, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, Tosh. Yamash. Have you ever noticed that whenever I put a picture of my body on Instagram, there are about 900 comments about my body hair? Yes. Ooh, look at that. Chewbacca. <laughs> wow. What a hairy mess. Ew. What's up? Oh, he really is Jewish. I never even noticed you had that much hair. I thought it was kind of cute. Well, listen, if you're a guy that is a very a hairy, 
and sometimes you want to take matters into your own hands and make sure that that hair does not extend into an unsightly thatch of pubes that cover up your already teeny tiny genitalia, you are in luck because Manscaped is a company that makes these kits for trimming and controlling your pubic region. And I'm not kidding. Uh, they sent one to me, and it's a really not, I mean, this is going to sound trite, but it's a nice package. It's really cool. It comes with a little clipper, so you can trim them pubes down and make your big old dong look big old bigger. And men, listen up. You don't want to use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. An unbelievable point. Yeah, exactly. Also, if you're a... You've got to get your own special... Your own special... Ball trimmer. Yeah, you got to get them bees teed. But if you're, if you're a woman listening right now, you're probably like, well, wait, what does Manscaped have to do with me? Well, what if you're dating some, you know, thatchy, hairy, wicket man, and you want him to trim down, and you don't want to have that awkward conversation? Well, you can get him one of these Manscaped packages. It comes with, uh, it comes with a clipper thing. It comes with uh, all these products like a deodorant and a toner and all this great stuff to make your nut sack smell like a sack of warm roasted nuts. Yes, the products smell good. I like the smell on you. The manly you scent. You like the smell on my. When on you my, did it, it smelled good. I like my, that kind when of. When you put your face in my crotch, you mean? No, I liked it when you when you did it, and then you came to bed. It smelled good. Yeah, it was emanating beautiful scents. Exactly. And it, 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 in a way, it made you you want me more. Exactly. Uh, Manscaped only uses the best ingredients, so you only have the best experience. Honestly, the thing is, for for how uh, sort of funny the product is, there's nothing funny about the quality of it. There's three bottles of, of product: the toner, the deodorant, and uh, uh, and then there's a there's a clipper, and there's a brand new pair of boxer briefs that come with it. So you You've been feel, wearing them. They feel good. They're good boxer briefs. The whole thing is cool, and it comes in a really cool little leatherish pouch. It's awesome. So anyway, we're offering people 20% off plus free shipping with the code HONEYMOON at manscaped.com. If you're a man that needs to trim or a woman that has a man that would like to trim, this is a perfect gift for you or a perfect gift for your man. Trust me, he will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code HONEYMOON at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code HONEYMOON. Thank you, Manscaped, for making our sex lives better. Yeah. Tosh, I feel like there's nothing our secrets hotline will say that will equal the scandalousness of our last conversation. But what do you think? Should we play some secrets? Yeah, let's do it. Hi, Marshall. Hi, Natasha. Love you both. So I have a secret. <laughs> um, I was on a Zoom call the other night with my friend. And one of my friend's boyfriends was on the call as well and I've always thought he was very attractive and without anyone knowing (laughs) I um, masturbated while watching him on a zoom call Um, obviously I was out of frame um, so no one noticed but my secret is I jacked off to my friend's boyfriend (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna go smoke. Bye. <laughs> she was quite cute. She got to do that and smoke a cigarette. Sounds like she's living life. I know she's living the naughty, the naughty COVID. <laughs> That's that naughty teen. Wow. Oh, I want. Oh, I want to know how she came. What do you mean? 
Once she had like the orgasm, she's like on camera. Oh, what'd she do? Maybe she very quickly, <clears throat> maybe she very quickly put, um, uh, stopped her video and audio. This went, <clears throat> and then pop back in. I was like, I'm sorry, where were we at on the agenda? Something like that. You just have to be really self-conscious. It would be hard to come if you had to be really self-conscious of your face. Not if um, you're a man. You know who? You know Chris DeStefano? Mm-hmm. He's a very funny comedian, and he's got a very funny bit about how men don't make any noise during sex, uh, during orgasm. Basically, the premise of the bit is any noise they make during orgasm or sex is for you. It's just so you know that you're doing a good job because all men have been trained to like have to jerk off in like, you know, their their Boy Scout outings and they're sharing a room with their brother or whatever. So a man can do it silently. I could come, I could come, no noise, no facial change. Okay, good for you. You know what? I'll do it on the podcast sometime and and let's see. Actually, I'll do it right now. (laughs) Let's hear our next secret. I just did it. Bam. Hi, Natasha and Moshe. I love you both so much and I just binged the entire podcast and now I'm ready to tell you my secret that I'm currently living. I am fasting for Ramadan with my ultra-conservative Muslim uncle and his aunt wife who i'm temporarily living with and um every day he imparts to me wisdom from islam and why he eats halal and doesn't believe in homosexuality and little does he know that i'm an atheist and uh he's never gonna know the truth and that's totally okay and uh yeah i'm just living a lie every day it's fine all right i love you guys have a great corona bye Hey, Eid Mubarak, my friend. Eid Mubarak. May you come and tell your uncle I eat pork when I'm not in COVID. I guess my main question is, are you, is she doing that just to get by for now? It sounds she said he'll never know. Right. Like, does she want does she want to live with him forever? Because I, I guess I would probably do the same if I were around really strict people. That's a very strict... I- yeah, I mean, and I, but I would be trying to eventually get out. I feel like, and my Muslim brothers and sisters call in and let me know. I feel like the Muslims that I know, and maybe it's because they're more, they're uh, Muslims um, tend to be more um, recent immigrants to the United States. So the the, the old world is closer, uh, and immigrant kids in general like half feel the pressure to live up to the expectations of their family in ways that multi-generational communities don't have that pressure. I feel like my Muslim friends who are like atheists or not religious or having sex or sinning or whatever tend to keep the secret for a longer time and maybe forever than like the Jewish and Christian ones that I know. And I think I don't think that I'm wrong. Muslims, if you're listening, let right in, let us know. What do you think? Are you keeping these secrets? One more secret. Hey, guys. Um, So my secret is a couple of years ago, my boyfriend at the time broke up with me and um, I was very upset. So I did the rational thing that one should do in that moment. And I knew his Facebook login info which is also, at the time, how you would log into Tinder. So I logged into his Tinder, 
and I swiped left, which is no, to every single girl <laughs> in my city that I could. Um, so that whenever he would get on, he would have no one to match with. And then I also went in and... <laughs> Um, if he was having like good conversations with someone he had already matched with, I would just unmatch them so that from his side, it looked like the girl just <laughs> suddenly wasn't interested anymore. Um, so basically he had no one to match with. And even if he did match with someone, they just looked like they lost interest. So, um, yeah, I am a crazy ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Wait, was she saying that she was doing this for a while or just she did it once? It seemed like it seemed like a a, a full court press. Sounds like the perfect plan. Yeah, it does sound like a nice And then when little, she's over it, stop doing it. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't recommend it, but I kind I bet of it feels good I logging bet it feels in. feels good. Nope, 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 <laughs> nope, nope. Every swipe a cut. Every swipe a wound to your ex. I like that. She's digitally cock-blocked that guy. I, I mean, I don't love it, but I kind of get where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. What she should have done if she was smart is sw swope right on a bunch of really horrible women and then also put one of those filter questions. You, know, you can do filter questions on, on, you know, on Tinder where it's like, um, you know, are you, did you, do you believe COVID-19 is a real virus? And then if they don't answer correctly uh, and the answer, the correct answer is no, I don't believe that then they won't be able to contact you. She should have put like a really intense one, you know, like, are you a racist? And if they said they weren't a racist, they couldn't contact him. And then no one would have been able to contact him and he wouldn't have even known. Anyway, um, Tosh, should we do another secret or should we just take, do a call? I want to do my call because they're waiting for us. Well, let's do a call. Let's call Brooke in Seattle. Let's call Brooke. Hello? Brooke? Yes, this is Brooke. It's Natasha. And it's also Moshe. Hi. <laughs> Hi, how are you guys? We're great. How are you? Um, not good, you know. It's a pandemic. We actually don't believe that the pandemic is real. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, I get I, I get that. That's why we're doing so good. What's the vibe in Seattle? Um, you know, it's still, you know, stay at home, but the weather's been pretty nice lately, so... Can you guys go, you like, know, hiking? Been... Um, yeah, you know, I've been trying to get out more, but, you know, it's kind of... It's easier to just stay inside, you know, and not do anything. I know, I, that's what I was telling uh, Moshe today, that I'm feeling a little atrophied. Right, I feel that too. Like, uh, I feel like... Oh, yeah. I'm receding backwards. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely. Yo, <laughs> but, but you the, guys have a kid, so you've well, got something to do. <laughs> this summer, though, this summer is going to be crazy. We're all going surfing, and we're going to light campfires. you got to get out there this <laughs> summer. It's going to be one crazy summer. I mean, just think about what Isn't what's... it the summer right now? Well, Isn't that no, now? No, we have not hit the, uh, we've not hit the, uh, the summer solstice. And when solstice hits... This party don't quit. Moshe's going to make me go camping. Yeah, get out there. But by the way, when this thing goes away, and it will go away eventually, think about how wild shit's going to be. People are going to, it's going to be pandemonium. The roaring 20s all over again, fucking in the streets. We're going to have a great time. Brooke, why'd you contact oh, well. us? <laughs> um, well, I'm just having some trouble right now with... My boyfriend, I've been, uh, so I'm not, I'm not quarantined with him. Like he doesn't live with me, but I do like see him 
every night and we've been dating for about like eight months now and basically the other day like a few days ago he um he like went to show me something on his phone and the app that was like open when he opened it was only fans uh which <laughs> i don't know are you familiar with this <laughs> sure it's like it's like the hit like the hip hop no, cam okay. girl site. Is that what it is? Only fans. Well, you tell yeah, Natasha. Know. Okay, I'll explain to Natasha. Um, uh, it's basically so it's like a por- porn, but you you Talk pay for them. like each individual uh, like person. So it's uh, it's like my understanding of it is like you seek someone out, and then you get the app and you pay for that specific person. You know. So I had some questions. When I saw that, you know, I was, I, I confronted It's like interactive and, porn. Yeah, it's like cam girl porn, but like for the hip hop well, generation or something, right? I don't know why you keep saying hip hop. Well, I'll uh, tell you why. I can, I can tell you why. He, can, he just always says that. No, I can tell you why I say yeah, hip hop. Trying to the, sound young. The only reason, yeah, I love hip hop, like all the youngsters <laughs> do, you know, like hip hip hop music with okay, rhyme talking. You, you grew up in Oakland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brooke, I'm trying to help you here. Don't you turn on me. Right. No, I'll tell you why I keep saying hip hop is because the only reason I know about OnlyFans is the, I think World Star Hip Hop and OnlyFans must somehow be linked because they keep, you know what World Star Hip Hop is, Brooke? It's, um, yeah, uh, yes. It's like a website, it's a content <laughs> aggregator for like, fights and rap videos and weird shit and for some reason they've started populating in their videos like all these like oh this guy the boyfriend got upset because of his girlfriend's only fans account and like it's so it's so transparent that they're advertising for only fans that i just <laughs> like that i just assumed that it was somehow connected to the world star digital universe but anyway okay so it's not a cam work it's that you pay someone and say like rub yourself rub yourself doja well, cat um i don't think you can actually like contact them i don't I, I don't know i don't think you can like chat with them as they're performing or whatever like so it, it's like you basically pay for like their content which is going to be like nudes videos i believe and whatnot so uh, oh, it's like a porn but, yeah, patreon but- yeah 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 i think that's a good way got of putting it. it got it okay so, so <laughs> so I saw that, you know, and um, I confronted him and he and he ended up like admitting that it was it's like a, a girl that he knows from high school. Oh, God, that that's so much been, worse. Like, <laughs> yeah. So so uh, I guess he follows this girl on like Twitter or Instagram and she posted like, follow me on OnlyFans. And and he was, you know, curious. She's trying <laughs> to get some business from her old flames. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so then. So, you know, he claims to be on the free trial. I don't know about all that. Um, I, I don't really believe that. But um, How often do you guys yeah, have so sex? So, well, you know, that is a good question. Um, that is a good She's question full of because... them tonight, honestly, Brooke. <laughs> Wait, what was that? She's got a lot of good questions this evening. A lot <laughs> yeah. of people have been saying good question to Natasha tonight. Oh, wow. That's great. Um, <laughs> Thank you. It yeah, felt I mean, really know... good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the uh i mean yeah to be honest the, the pandemic has not uh yeah i mean i feel like i have a lower sex drive during the quarantine you know i think i don't know what it is uh i think i mean i know people people don't like hearing that are you guys having sex or whatever once uh, a week what's that are you having sex once a week uh yeah you know about that so yeah, no just, yeah, but, 
<laughs> once every two no, weeks? No, I think, I think, no, no, like once a week. Once yeah, a week. You know? Okay, sorry and, to keep interrupting. And, uh, no, no, that's, it's a great question. Um, Thank you. So, yeah, so, uh, he, <laughs> he, yeah, so anyways, he has been like jerking off to her, to this girl from high school, he, he told me. Well, I mean, actually, the, the first time I asked him, he said no. So, you know, I, I had to ask him again. Wait, to he, her he live? Yes. To her live? No, the clips. Oh. Well, I don't know if it's live. I actually don't. I think, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's live. I think it's clips. I think it's like pictures. Um, that but, doesn't you know, sound I, I that to, bad. Like, Wait, does, is that yeah, worse so, than know, porn? If just because well, he so knows her? Is, I, I, yeah, that's the only thing that bothers me. I, I do not care if, you know, if he just watches regular you know, porn, but, but if it's someone, that's the thing about him knowing her, like, you know, about her, that's like someone from his past. But does he have contact like with her right um, now? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he says no. Um, but I mean, isn't that a bit of a contact to be like masturbating? No, no. Contact is them communicating with each other. Do they text? I, they, I don't think they text. I mean, he said they do not text. Let right. Me, so, I mean, I, I, let me huh? jump in here, Brooke. I, every woman I've ever known that I heard even an inkling of a rumor of a whisper that they were doing porn, I jumped on the internet to Google it to see if it was true. And I would be lying to say none of them ever got um, me to masturbate to them. I mean, this seems like on the scale, it's important that you're uncomfortable. So I don't want to say it's not, it's not a big deal. If you're uncomfortable, it's a big deal. But in the scale of like, infidelities or whatever this feels so low on the totem pole that like mm -hmm. but she kind of thinks he's lying i think right but is that because he's presented as a liar or because this makes you so insecure you have a feeling you start to fantasize that other stuff is going on yeah i mean i feel like you know the obviously the staying home and all that does, I'm, i've been spiraling about it and i try to like move past it but and your sex like drive is down about so you're wondering yeah, if exactly. you're... Yeah, so it's like, yeah, I'm like, you know, he's searching for like something else and it's like this girl from his past that's like, you know, kind of came back into his life. And it's just, I don't know, it's just... I don't. But know how did she come back anything. into his life? He just found her video? She tweeted, follow me well, on it, yeah, OnlyFans. Oh. Yeah, I think it, it was either Instagram or Twitter, but she had, she was like, please like pay for me. Now, did, know, he used so. to, did he used to date her? I mean, not to my knowledge. I don't know. I did, so I, no, I no. Know. Let's just, assume, I mean, listen, I think, if yeah, every word, so. oh, this is my, my feeling, my gut feeling here, bro. If every word he's saying to you, you think he's lying, then the problem <laughs> is probably either you or you're with the wrong person. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be with somebody who you think every single word he says he can't be trusted. Yeah, no, of course. I mean, of course, you know, but then, you know, you start to just, Fantasize, I just, I try to spiral. Tell, like try to put it, it yeah i mean i was like try to put it in your shoes like what if i was doing that? i mean can you guys imagine that really i mean wouldn't that bother you if i went on to natasha i mean i'm trying to imagine it i go to natasha's computer and there's a file open from a porn website and somehow i know that this is someone who she didn't date in high school who's doing porn and she's been jerking who, off but to. who i talked about like i thought he was cute is that some yeah is yeah. that I mean, part someone, even true yeah someone it's yeah it's someone she, yeah yeah they were friends in high school got it um uh, and he said the last time they talked was in gym class you know supposedly okay so my instinct how old are you by the way brooke 
Um, I'm 22. Okay, so my instinct here, my my gut instinct, and I I hope I'm not over uh, empathizing with the man. My instinct here is that this is not a big deal. Like, put this out of your mind. He's in the middle of quarantine. He's looking up weird shit on the internet and getting turned on by shit. He's jerk. It's hot, by the way. Just so you know, it's hot that a girl in your old high school does porn now. That's inherently <laughs> hot. That's hot, and you should jerk off to it. Like, it makes so much sense to me as a man that you'd be like, oh, my God, what? She's doing porn? I'm going to go jerk off to that. That is, that But is if a relationship were to develop, that's a totally different totally thing. Totally different thing. Right. But, but so far, he said to you, I haven't been in contact with her. I don't know her anymore. I just heard. I, she tweeted about the fact she's gotten OnlyFans. I went and I jerked off to it. It's been hot. It is hot. It is hot. And you can, you're allowed to say, well, even though I get that it's hot, I'm not comfortable with it. And then continue to observe him. Don't observe him looking for stuff. But <laughs> if something pops up and you go, wait a minute, this feels like a pattern. Well, that's a whole different story. But just the story you're telling us, like, I get why it makes you feel insecure. I get why you don't like it. But I'm telling you from a man's perspective, of my feeling, this is like, this is, I'd be surprised if he wasn't jerking off to her. I, I'm going to look her up. <laughs> Well, you said most of the link. Yeah, I was going to say, do you know her? (laughs) (laughs) You think I'm defending her? (laughs) Yeah. She's a good woman, Brooke. She's a good woman. She's trying to make a few bucks in quarantine. (laughs) I mean, really, most important thing is your relationship with him. And and how can you work on that right now? And what are some things that are lacking? And what are some things you'd like to grow? And, you know, maybe having those talks with him. Yeah, I'm just like, is that... Like, if, if I were more, like... If I was like having that's I mean, those are the questions I keep having of like, if I was satisfying him like sexually, like, would he not be doing that? You know, no, like, is that absolutely not. No, men don't masturbate because they're I, I, this is something that I can't stand. This idea that men masturbate <laughs> because they're sexually unfulfilled. Now, listen, that's some men, some men are sexually unfulfilled and then they masturbate in a way that destroys their sex life. Right. Like, you'll know. If a guy's jerking off habitually and doesn't have sex with you and doesn't pay attention to you, that's a problem. If 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 you're you're with a man and he doesn't jerk off in his personal life, I think that's a bigger problem. That means that man, there's something wrong with him. He's going to kill you. <laughs> okay, I know what you need to do. What do you think, Tosh? You need to never mention it, never bring it up again unless there's like a new incident. And just mm. focus on your relationship with him. Yeah, I, I, I agree. If he brings it up, that's different. But. I think you'd be within your rights to say to him something like, I've thought a lot about it. I spiraled a little bit. I'm sorry I did that. But it just, I'm not, I know it's hot and I don't, and I've. It, no, some, don't say that. No, listen. Don't let, remind him wait, it's hot so he does wait, it again. Okay, okay, but let, okay fine. <laughs> but wait, let me, my, the, the kernel of my thought is not that it's hot. Although I was thinking that was hot. No, what I was saying was... It, That's I, all you said this whole time. No, I think... <laughs> Brooke, I could see why he went to her, Brooke. No, I think it would be okay for you to say, even though I, I have talked to some very wise podcast hosts and they assured me that this wasn't a big deal, it's just a little too close for comfort for me. So I would appreciate if you didn't like look up people that you know like on OnlyFans, like do whatever you need to do with your personal life. But that one thing, just I, whether it's reasonable or not, it's just please don't do it for me. I think that would be kind of okay. But once you do that, move on because this is not a big deal. And if this guy is a habitual cheater creeper, 
you're gonna find out or you get into a big fight when she brings that up oh right right the fact mm-hmm. that he told you he was jerking off to it almost makes me feel like well, he's I mean, probably okay yeah, he said no at first but the, but then he, he called it a perverted rabbit hole which I, I didn't like that you know i didn't like that he called it that i don't yeah. like that language I mean, either i do i get it i get <laughs> where this guy's coming from he's got a he's got a i'm gonna say a mouthy broad in his face and uh, but here's the thing the more you talk about it um hillary what's your name Brooke. 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 The, the oh, more, wow. the that, more was, you, that was completely off <laughs> the more you talk about it brooke the more he's gonna think it's hot so just don't bring it up ever to him <laughs> yeah. seriously i just oh, okay. i i, I kind of agree you're in you're in what we call a classic um uh ob- obsessive spiral you know you found one bit of information and then it leads to a second bit and a third perverted bit and rabbit all, hole all, and and then you're yeah you're in a rabbit <laughs> hole too you're in you're he's in a perver- yeah but it's not perverted no so. but but you're per- what it, it is perverted because you're perverting the connection that you and uh that this man have you're 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 putting into it all of these negative casting these negative visions of what he could be doing but in reality he's just a 22 year old guy that's jerking off to some chick he thought was hot in high school and you're the one that he's with he's not it's not possible that a a, a woman as smart as you would miss being with a piece of shit so if he's a piece of shit you'll something else will come up but if nothing else comes up drop it and never mention it again i'm with natasha all right okay i mean that's pretty convincing Yeah, you're you're smart. You'll figure out if he's got other OnlyFans accounts that he's following. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the free trial, that's, you know, Yeah, you're probably right that he lied. In a panic, he lied to you about many of the details of the OnlyFan interface. (laughs) (laughs) Brooke, good luck. Just be easy on him and be easy on yourself, too. It's okay that your sex life is down. Your sex drive is down. We're all in the middle of a fucking insane spiral. Yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. Well, thank you. It was good to talk to you. Bye. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. She seems disappointed. I know. Well, we're all... (laughs) She wanted us to be like, that piece of shit. How could he? On OnlyFans? Not on OnlyFans. It's just like, who cares? But I get it. She's, She's young. She'll learn. But maybe we're wrong. But I think I was right. No, the real problem was, do you think he's lying to you? Because Constantly. If, if, everything. if you guys have that kind of, if, if you don't trust him, then that's not a good relationship. But I think this I was could, right. That could be just triggering it. Because she might be right. You never know. She might be right that this OnlyFans is the, is the tip of the, of the iceberg and he's not trustworthy. But if that is true, then she will find another thing that will happen. But something that happens when people find people something that makes them jealous is they start going into this like jealousy loop and then all of a sudden the whole foundation is fucked up that's why i think trying to just focus on her relationship i agree because what's going to happen you're gonna you know every time you guys get in that discussion it's going to be a bad night and jealousy is such an ugly pointless stupid emotion it's just like the lowest it's like guilt and jealousy are just useless you can get all the feel guilty ever I do, but it's useless. It's right. stupid. It does nothing. You can get all the positive information that guilt will give you without the negative toxicity and jealousy. You know, like you don't want to be in a relationship with somebody that's cheating on you and lying to you, but you don't need to go through this like you said it yourself. Never look on a man's phone because you'll always find something that you don't like. And it's just dumb. I'm so grateful that I don't feel any jealousy 
I just, that I don't I feel guilty. I don't feel jealousy. I never. Yeah, guilt is hard because guilt also kind of fuels you. If you feel guilty yes. about being lazy, then it actually makes you move a little bit. So maybe guilt Sometimes, is positive. But, but I think I don't think so. I think there are ways to motivate yourself without the na- that's exactly what I was saying. There there are ways to get the positive things that you might squeeze out of guilt, having gone through a diseased ringer without having to go through that. You can find the motivation in some other way without like beating yourself up. And there's ways to figure out if you're with somebody trustworthy without like, you know, game theorying like every iteration of possible dishonesty he could have done and, and, and writing a fictional tale. There's this story in AA that my old sponsor told me he, he knew somebody that uh, called their sponsor and was doing what Brooke was doing, basically. It was like, oh, and I don't know, because he might have, he might, at some point, he'll contact her, and then on the OnlyFans, he might go, he might do the full, uh, uh, the full account, and then maybe he'll link up with her, and the sponsor started going, I, I can't hear you, and... Uh, the the guy's like, what do you mean? What do you mean you can't hear me? I was saying that she might go on the he might go on the OnlyFans. Sign for things. Sorry, I can't hear you. You're you're in the future, and and I can't hear up there. I can only hear what's happening right now. And I always thought that was good a good a good way to look at the world. I'm sorry. Now I'm confused about OnlyFans. So wait, my question is: Is there are they interacting? I don't think so. Based I on what Brooke said, I don't know. Never, answer. I don't know because I've never gone to the site. Because if they're interacting, but if it'll make you feel better, I will go to the site tonight <laughs> and do a little bit of research. No. So, what are some positive ways to start to start to get your motivation flowing? Well, if you're set, not going to be driven by fear and guilt, set, set goals. You know. Okay. There's another great thing I once heard in AA. God, the more I do this podcast, the more I realize, like, even though I'm not in AA anymore. I heard some of the greatest spiritual lessons I ever I've ever had were in AA meetings. But um, this guy Lord Lord Ha was his name. A man only Inari Popcorn could love. Um, <laughs> he was a trippy dude. He he covered in tattoos. His whole face covered in tattoos. And apparently he was beautiful before the tattoo. Not that he wasn't beautiful with the tattoos, but he was just an intense looking guy. He looked like Skeletor. And um, he used to say this thing. He said, there, was, there came a time in my life when I had to stop backing away from a bottle and turn around and start walking toward God. And I always thought that imagery was very powerful because it was like, that's the way out of guilt or whatever. It's like, yes, you're still moving in the same direction if you're backing away from the fear of being a loser, but you're but you're you're not doing it in in the way that is that is sub additive to your life and healthy as much as if you turn around and start walking towards your goals stop backing away from the fear of being a failure turn around start walking toward your success and inaripopcorn.com that's what i think all right well I'm probably going to go to bed now. Okay, well. That's actually something we fight about because I want to go to bed early and you want to stay up till two in the morning. That's true. We should talk about that next week. <laughs> well, one thing we don't fight about is issues of jealousy. And I, not only do I love that about you, but because I'm so secure in what I'm about to say, I never feel it towards you and you don't feel it towards me. And I think it's because I love you. I love you too.